Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dapper Dividends number 66 coming to you from fantastic and fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, here at the Flamingo Hotel. It's a little bit late. This is going to get out late. It's 1021 local time, but what I'm used to is two hours ahead in Central Standard Time, so that's Chicago time. We were here celebrating our, well, I say we as it's in the past because some of, or the most of you that are going to hear this is going to be in the future and I will no longer be here. So my brain already went ahead and made that connection before my mouth could catch up. We are here and most of you, when you do hear this, we will have been here celebrating my 15th wedding anniversary and 20th anniversary of when we met. We got married the day after we met, not the day after, but numerically we met on November 25th and we got married on November 26th, five years later. So there was five year gap. And maybe this will be a little bit of a motivation episode for you. If you are indeed not married yet, I think from my demographics, most of you are. One bit of advice I would give is to date somebody for at least at least three years, minimum, minimum date somebody for three years. And what else was I going to say? I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm distracted by the fountains of the Bellagio. As I'm looking out, I can see in between the Paris Hotel. and No, I, I'm sorry. I can see in between Bally's and the corner of the Flamingo looking out over a CVS that's across the street from Bellagio, I can see the fountains of Bellagio. If you've never have, I strongly suggest going on a YouTube, typing in fountains of Bellagio. And the way they work it, every half hour up until 8 o'clock and then every 15 minutes until, I believe, midnight, they play music, all kinds of music, and these magnificent fountains put on a show almost like they're choreographed it really is something to see and if you've never made it to vegas and haven't seen just go do yourself a favor when this is over go to youtube type in fountains of bellagio las vegas you will be impressed to say the least so what was i saying back to what i was saying oh yes i would strongly recommend that you date for three years, or you can tell this to anybody if you need to impart some wisdom and, and play the, the old wise sage that's been through life. Live with somebody minimum, or I'm sorry, date somebody minimum three years and live with somebody for minimum of one year. And I say this because you need to see people at their worst. You need to see people at their best through every season of their life, through every spring, summer, winter, and fall, the cycles of the year, the moon and the star and the sun cycles and phases and whatever else you want to call it. Strongly recommend that. It gives you also a chance when you're living with somebody, when you're dating, you can leave. And I know this is an investing talk, but this is life talk. And this could be important because if we don't have a solid and stable life and good habits, then the investing really isn't going to matter. And what I would strongly urge anybody, even if you're divorced, definitely 
live with somebody for at least a year so you can see them. And when you both have all your stuff and you're committed to living together, preferably in an apartment, something that doesn't have any ramifications of you have to sell and take a loss on it. An apartment, minimum of a year, when you both have nowhere to go and the inevitable luster wears off. And I know that doesn't sound right to say that the luster wears off, but it does. In the beginning phase, there is just so much infatuation with the other person and that's completely normal and natural and I still love my wife we've been together now 20 years that's crazy to me and we are still in love with each other but we have our arguments there's times that I'm not gonna lie there's times we know each other so well and we get um, into our spats and we've learned it's best to just take a minute cool off walk away you learn. You learn somebody. And that's what we're doing here. So we've made it essentially 20 years. We started living together, I believe it was five or six months after we met. It was quick. I had a apartment lease ending up and my wife wanted to get out. She was 23 and I was 22. So we got a, an apartment together and did just what I said and dated for five years. And you know we have two beautiful, beautiful daughters and it's worked out. They're here with us. We brought them to Las Vegas. I'm going to talk a little bit on, on well, not a little, hopefully a little. I've been doing shows that are way too long on YouTube. I'm trying to pare them down, get them a little bit more concise and shorter. Now, what I have done today is I invested in Las Vegas. I only gambled 20 bucks. You know, it's just, I don't smoke. And they allow smoking in the casinos here. And it just really kills it for me. That's number one. Number two, my game is roulette. I really enjoy roulette. I don't particularly like slots or blackjack. Uh, Three-card poker is probably my number two. But I like roulette. I love to, to put a good 50 bucks, you know, in roulette. Not at a time. I won't do that because, you know, I... Here's the other thing, too. The money that I am spending here in Vegas with my family, this is all money after I've invested. This is all money after I've already saved minimum 15% of my income. This is money that we are, we already have saved for. This is all the money that is, we, we are allowed to spend, which I do even save more of it. And it, I just want to touch on how important it is, whatever you do in your life, to have experiences. Because yes, at now here's a funny thing, as it all, I just keep tying in, as it's all going to be said and done, we probably will have spent about $1,000 between uh, the air, airfare, which was will be about half of it, the airfare for the four of us to fly round trip from Chicago to Las Vegas with two bags checked was $503, which is really cheap. And the hotels are free. We just have to pay the taxes on them. We used our Hilton Amex reward points where Hilton honors card. We use those points. They've been accruing and collecting, which is why, you know, I disagree with Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey's group, they cut up the credit card and you never ever use a credit card again in your life. So help you God. And I disagree because I am 
one of the few, I guess. It, it's, it's on an individual, case-by-case basis. I'm one of the few people that pays off my credit card religiously, if not every day, every other day. It's just such a habit I have. I keep enough. It's basically like my debit card is what my credit card is. And I have not been charged any interest in years. And it's just great because I get the reward points. Now, we, my wife and I, especially me, I have wanderlust. And I love to travel and stay places. So it just makes sense for us. It works. It's like, it's like peas and carrots. The Hilton Honors card and, and my wife and our, our um, how we, we live in our wanderlust because we collect enough points and we get free hotel rooms. Now, we do have to pay the taxes. It's really insignificant. few bucks here and there for taxes, hotel and resort fee. They don't cover that, which I don't understand why. If anybody's listening from Amex, why can't you just roll the taxes into the points? That's fine. Moving on. As I was saying, I do invest and I am saving money. And yes, we will have spent probably about $1,000 on airfare, taxes, some food. We did Instacart for the first time. If you don't know that your first Instacart order is free for delivery. So we did that. We didn't rent a car. So Uber, any other little trinkets and souvenirs we bought for the kids, we're probably going to spend about $1,000. And it's really fun because now that money, I can make that money back, but you can never make back time that you lost, that you didn't do something. That is something that's so key. If you go to my YouTube and my Twitter pages and you look at my header, I had somebody make that. Now that cost me, I believe it was $20. I gave him a $5 tip and with Fiverr's fees, I think... All said and done, I paid $27, and it took him, I don't know, I think two and two day, almost three days to have that done. That wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do that. He did such a good job with that, this fine chap in Pakistan. It's just so easy for me to make that. We'll round it up. We'll call it 30 bucks. Now, if that took me a week or two weeks to figure out how to do, the amount of time lost on my end to try and make that for myself, I can't get that time back. But that 27 that $30, easy. I can make that back again. Money is infinitely replicable. You can always make more money back, but your time is finite. You can never make more time, but you can buy time. And that's something that's so key. I wish somebody had taught me when I was younger because Yes, while I do like to save and invest, and I waffled on us coming to Vegas, we thought it'd be fun to show the kids the, gl- the glitz and the glamour of the strip in Las Vegas. Yes, there's some scantily clad showgirls walking around. You know, you know, daddy doesn't mind it, but my wife knows. Anyway, my kids are older. They're 13 and 12, and they're, they're kind of understand. Anyways, you can't get time back. This is going to be converted into, I'm converting those, this thousand dollars, we'll call it into memories. And those memories for the four of us will last a lifetime. They will last as long as we do, which is really cool because now we'll always be able to say, remember our 15th wedding anniversary when we all went to Vegas and did blah, 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 this, this, and that, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) That's, that's something that is so 
beautiful and powerful to me because I've said it before and you know I've said it. If you're 85 years old and you're on your deathbed and you could have saved and invested that $1,000 I spent on this trip and I turned it into $15,000, I'm willing to bet that I would say I would pay $20,000 to be able to be 42 and my kids the way they were yet again in 2020. It's those memories that that are so important to me in life because you can't take your money with you and whatever happens on the other side, if those memories do come with us, they come with us. If not, it's okay because life isn't meant to just be stuck saving and scrimping. You have to plan for the future, yes, but life needs to be lived and enjoyed now. It's okay to spend If you can save 10% of your income and then you splurge on yourself living life afterwards, that is okay. I'm telling you it's okay. Now, a little caveat to that, if you have a massive amount of debt, high interest consumer debt, I would probably advise against a lavish trip and I would probably say you should be putting as much money as possible, tying it into Dave Ramsey. I do agree with the snowball method. The way they do that is they pay off the smallest debt first and move on to the next one. Now, all that while, they are paying off the minimums for any of their debts, but the smallest debt, you knock that one out, get it done, gone out of your life, as they say. Get that one done and you move on to the next one and you get momentum like a snowball. So, I'm sorry, I'm distracted again by the fountains. They're going off again. Pardon me while I while I take a sip of my uh, my ultra Michelob Ultra pure gold from the side stage casino and packaged liquor store down the street from the Flamingo here. Yes, sir. I'm on vacation, so bear with me. I I thought about not doing an episode tonight, but. I got to keep the streak alive. I got to do it. Keep it going. Um, by the way, this this audio is probably going to sound different, but I'm talking into my phone. I don't have any microphone, any recording device. I am literally holding my iPhone in my hand and speaking. So however, however this sounds, this sounds, I'm not editing a damn thing. And I'll wrap it up with saying that I'm going to talk on my YouTube channel this weekend about how to invest in Vegas, what are some different ways, what are things that I like, what are things that I don't like, and what did I do? What, pardon me, what did I buy? I didn't buy the high roller. That is a massive Ferris wheel outside my window right now that I'm looking at. That thing is cool. We might be going on it tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what I bought. This is my first intentional investment into the gaming, gambling, Las Vegas area, into the strip, into into the casinos and entertainment. And this is entertainment. I was explaining to my kids a, a bit. They said, you know, why, why do all these people want to gamble and sit in these smoky rooms? I told them it's just something adults do. When you're older, you'll understand and, you know, your pops, he doesn't want to do it because of the smoke. I've never been a big gambler. 
when I was 18 and I was first able to get into the casinos, I remember chasing. And it was such a bad feeling. I, I didn't like how it made me feel. I remember playing roulette. And I think I lost, I didn't have much money at the time. I, I probably lost like 15, 20 bucks. And then I went to the ATM and I think I pulled out my last 40 bucks to try and get that money back. And I lost it. So th- the moral of the story is only gamble with what you can lose because at the end of the day, unless you are a professional and you know exactly what the hell you're doing, gambling is entertainment. It's for fun. Yes, you may win some money. But the point of it is to be entertained. Like I tell you that my grandfather explained to me with professional sports. I used to get so into the Bears and the Blackhawks. When they would lose, I would be crushed. It would even affect me the next day. I would be depressed about it. And he he said, you got to just drop it. You know what? He said, it's entertainment. He, He said to me, what could you have done differently to change the outcome of that game. And that just was just just a weight off my shoulders because you know what? You know exactly what. There isn't a damn thing you could have done differently to change the outcome of that event. So why should it ruin your life any, any more after the game is over? Yes, you want them to win, but they will play another day. Even if they lost the championship, you get to cheer for them again next year. That's the beautiful thing. Nowadays, I'm cheering for companies. I'm trying not to call them stocks. I know it's very easy people call them stocks, but I think that marginalizes the term and what they do. These are companies. These are corporations full of flesh and blood people. They're not automatons. They are people that have, they're human. They make mistakes. They have hopes and dreams and they want that business to succeed. And when you're invested in companies, you're investing with people that are trying to make themselves money and by extension, you money. And I've just been rambling for 18 minutes here. This is this is kind of funny. I thought I was just going to do a quick four or five minute episode, but that's all. I didn't, I didn't even check my account any much today. I bought at New York, New York. We were, I did a little YouTube video. You can check that out. I put up a picture. I was eating pizza and I bought into the company MGM. I'm tipping my hat a little bit, but not too much because there's ETFs. There are REITs. There are uh, two different stocks. There are different things that ways to invest in Vegas and into MGM, which is one of the bigger names here on the strip. But you're going to have to wait until probably Sunday night when I get this video out. I'm coming back into town Thursday and back to Chicago where it's snowy. It's a little chilly here in the desert and I'm looking at the beautiful flamingo sign and I don't know where he played. So the song of the show today is going to be, and honestly, I didn't look and nobody's probably going to catch this anyways. If I have played it already, apologies. I'm trying to remember if I did. I don't think I have, but I'm going to play the king. I'm going to play the man that was in Vegas. Funny thing, I, I joke around with my kids. The old fat Elvis, I had to, did you hear me stutter? Because I didn't know if, I don't know if I can say that word anymore. I don't know if I could say fat. He was somewhat, 
overweight, I, I guess. But even then, people will say, well, you can't call somebody overweight. You're defining what proper weight should be. So the, <laughs> the numerically heavier, older Elvis than the slimmer, younger Elvis, will say, when he was, he used to do karate and he was, he would do this karate kicks. Well, at, toward the end, he could, couldn't really get his foot up all that high. So you got the, the rotunder Elvis. I don't think that's a word. We'll go with it. Trying to do karate kicks and he, his foot was maybe, I don't know, three feet off the ground. It wasn't all that impressive. And just the women were screaming because it was Elvis. And that's when you know you've made it. So the song is going to be Suspicious Minds by a man that had a residency here in Vegas. Elvis Presley, Elvis Aaron Presley doing Suspicious Minds. The guy was a rake. He was a Lothario. And he was somebody that is known all over the world. I love you guys. I'll be back on Friday, I believe. Yes, I'll be back on Friday to do another episode. And... Follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Go to my YouTube. Give me a like on anything. I'll take it. I'm on my, I'm, I am marching. It is a Batan death march toward 1,000 subscribers. I will get there. Will not stop. You can't, you won't, and you don't stop. I can't, I won't, I won't, and, I, <laughs> and I'll, t- I'll tie my tongue is what I'll do. I'm going to get out of here, everybody. I love you. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Peace.